your time and uh, for allowing me to share with you the word of God this afternoon. And uh, <clears throat> we have just read in Psalm 3 from verse 1 to 8. And uh, Marco, thank you for good reading. Sometime we can come and just read the word of God, pray, and go home. Because it speaks for itself in many ways. But let us comment a little bit about our text of the day. This psalm is a cry of an afflicted and troubled soul. The psalmist who was David himself, he was looking to solve a crisis in his life. But uh, he was also whining, complaining about a few things around him and in his life. So Psalm chapter 3 is about David, who was a, a powerful man, as we know. He killed a lion and a bear when he was yet a young shepherd in First Samuel 17. And he killed Goliath when he was yet a young man, First Samuel 17. And he was victorious in most war he led against the enemies of the Israelites. This is a man who had already a very good background, experience in his relationship with God. But in this psalm, the same powerful man is now crying because his soul was troubled. <clears throat> But when he made, you know, this powerful man, when he made a bad choice to stay home alone instead of going to fight the enemies, he did not resist the temptation of committing adultery with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah. He wanted to cover the adultery, but uh, he was again involved in murdering the husband of the woman. David also got in conflict with his own son, Absalom, who planned to take over the kingdom leadership away from him. Therefore, David had enemies among his own family and in the community. He also had enemies within himself. This created chaos in the life of David. So Psalm chapter 3 describes his desperate feeling about what was going on uh, around him. <clears throat> like David... The Christian believer today have also enemies everywhere, enemies within, enemies outside. So this message for us today 
is for us today, not only for that time. We can ask ourselves to know who are the Christian enemies, the Christian believers? Who are our enemies? Christian believers face many enemies every day and all the time and everywhere. I will give you some illustration. I have not served in the army, maybe some of you, you have served in the army. But I think you can defeat your enemy only when you know very well your enemy. You have to find out where the enemy are. Before launching the defense, you need to identify what kind of weapon or strategy the enemies are using. You need to know about the weather or climate by that time. You need to know also about the landscape and the total environment about your enemy. And then you can get ready to launch a defense. But you need to identify the area of the strength of your enemies, the area of weaknesses of your enemy. That will help you in designing the tactical plan of the combat to fight. It's not enough, but you need also to know yourself. Who are you? How well you are prepared? What do you have? Are you ready? Are you ready to afford this enemy? And if you don't know yourself also very well, it can be a problem for you to fight the enemy. So we need, as a Christian believer, we need to know who are our enemies and then how to fight and destroy our enemies. We have enemies.
you can't fight by your own. There is nothing in us which can enable us, which can strengthen us and make us victorious. We need Jesus in order to be victorious on our enemies. We need God in order to get transformed. And if we are transformed from within and surrender our life to Jesus, we will be able to fight our enemies. This means this combat we have, it's not ours, it's the Lord's combat. It's the Lord's fight. He is the one fighting for us. And he is the one leading us to a victory. And he is the one who can destroy our enemies. And he did already. He did already by sending Jesus to die on the cross. By sending Jesus who came and lived like one of us. To be born like one of us. And who was tempted in many ways without sin. By putting him on the cross to the death. And his resurrection has given already victory on our enemies. This means in the way the devil, who is the captain of our enemies, he wanted to put Jesus to death forever, but he could not. God raised him in order to defeat the devil and our enemies forever. That's why we need that powerful captain, that powerful commander-in-chief who can lead us to the victory. By our own, we are weak. By our own, we will struggle. By our own, we will fall. By our own, the enemy will defeat us. Our victory is in Jesus. Our victory is with God. As you can realize, the first enemy, enemy of your faith, of my faith, is myself. That's the first enemy, myself, who I am. When you go and live after your own heart, when you go and live after the desire of your body, when you lose control of your speech and action, and when others, other things become idols in life and enslave you, you become the enemy of your own spiritual life. Do not give way to the devil to dominate you, to take a control of your heart, to take a control of your body, to take a control of your speech in action, and to take a control of everything and put you as slaves, you will not be able to fight the enemies. May God help us to open our spiritual eyes to see where to run, to see where to go. Through this message, you are called to defeat the enemies of your faith. See what the King David did. He called upon the Lord in the song we read. He lamented and grieved about his own wrongdoing. This means we need to run to God 
with our problem and introduce our enemies to God. And we need to confess. To confess. The King David remembered who God was in his life by confessing God as a shield around him. By declaring God as his glory. By recognizing that God alone could lift his head and answer his prayers. By trusting in God as the sustainer of his life. And by affirming and admitting that God was the one who could take away his fear and destroy his enemies. The King David knew that he could not defeat those enemies by himself. He needed the Lord in order to defeat them. That was why the King David asked God to arise against many of his enemies who arose against him. Our enemies are many. We need God to arise. May we make this prayer ours like David, asking God to arise and to surround us with the appropriate armor to defeat the devil. And with him, it's sure, the victory is certain, will defeat him. This is what God, trust in God's power for deliverance and healing. Run to Him because He is your shelter and your defender in chief, in, in chief, I mean. And He is your defender from now and forever, forever. It's said in the Bible, if your hand, if your feet, your eyes, your tongue, your heart, your comfort zone 
and so on is your enemy is your enemy cut it off put to death those enemies mentioned in Colossians 3 from verse 5 through 10 kill them cut them off which is not easy but with Jesus it will happen since your enemies our enemies are often within ourselves since our enemy are the in-house enemies for the most time allow Jesus to come into your heart and life and remain and live and guide you and lead you and control your life by his death and resurrection he defeated our spiritual enemies it's why we need to trust the Lord, obey his word, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit in order to remain victorious. Do you know your enemies? And if you know your enemies, what do you do about them? Are you just playing around? Are you just giving time to dialogue with those enemies? That's dangerous. We need to take the right action. To come to the conclusion of our sermon, I would like, Brother Marco, let's read again slowly Ephesians 6 from verse 10 to 18. If you can come here and read it again as you read before. And as we read that, it will be the conclusion to our message. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 16 through 26. Oh, I'm sorry. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all 
the saints. Amen.